The long-lasting drama, the long-lasting controversy of 49ers quarterback controversies has finally come to an end, I think for the most part, after Trey Lance has gotten traded to the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. It is currently August 26th, 2023, on a Saturday, Saturday night, and I'm finally able to talk about it because I've just been busy this whole week, so sorry about not getting to talk about it uh, sooner, and just the news definitely hit hit everybody by storm, I think, um, when we go back to Wednesday, when Kyle Shanahan uh, named Sam Donald the, star, or the second string quarterback behind Brock Purdy, um, but just in retrospect, of all the 49ers drama that's gone down in even just in the past couple years with the Jimmy controversy and then with the drafting Trey Lance and then if is Lance going to be ready uh, he's injured he's not playing Jimmy's back as the starting quarterback we draft a quarterback Brock Purdy and now it seems like the dust is fi- is settling that is settling down now and the Niners are are with Brock Purdy the guy who the Niners has essentially given the keys to the kingdom with now, with Sam Donald behind him and Brandon Allen so far at quarterback three. But, guys, the breaking news of Trey Lance, uh, first of all, the breaking news was that was was that Wednesday when Sam Donald was announced the quarterback two. At that point, uh, immediately my reaction and my thought was, well, Trey Lance is not going to be on this team anymore. I mean, how could he stay the third-string quarterback on this team uh, I mean, that just doesn't make any sense for him. He won't get any reps. Uh, he doesn't even have a chance to it, to back up technically Brock Purdy if he were to get injured because Dan- Darnold would have that spot. And just it's basically like the Niners have given up on Lance and have given up on on the on everything they've really uh, tried to tried to go for with Trey Lance. Like everything that they did for him uh, to trade up for him just kind of went down down the drain. And it's not Trey Lance's fault. Um, let's just kind of go, let's kind of go like the timeline of the Trey Lance era for the Niners. Uh, we traded three, three, uh, first round picks traded for traded two first round picks and then swapped the first round pick for Trey Lance, the overall third round pick or third overall pick. Uh, and then during that year, he backed up Jimmy G and then he broke his finger in the week four preseason game against the Raiders and in Kyle Shanahan was talked about it in the press conference after the the Niners uh, Chargers preseason game on uh, Friday so yesterday as of right now that it hindered him throughout the whole season he kind of had to work through the broken finger uh, and it just wasn't good for Trey Lance and then 2022 uh, the Niners were prepared to to have Trey Lance start for the season and Shanahan again was talking about that uh, yeah we were prepared to we were creating this offense to to go around Trey Lance, and they knew that we had a team that could win right now, but we also knew that Trey Lance was a little was really raw still. I uh, didn't have a lot of um, a lot of time to become a good quarterback. You know, didn't have the reps needed, uh, but they were prepared to go through the growing pains and but still compete for that for playoff spots and everything. And then he breaks his ankle week two against Seattle, and then. We all know what happens. Uh, Jimmy gets hurt, and then Brock Purdy gets hurt in the NFC Championship game. But before that, Brock Purdy became 
a guy wrote the 262nd uh, round draft pick ends up winning eight straight games for you, and you're like, I think we have something in this guy and this quarterback. And what's going to happen? That's That was the big question. What's going to happen? What's Lance's future after this? Uh, well, then, uh, that's just it. After the UCL surgery, the Niners were concerned if Purdy wasn't going to be back, then we'll have Darnold. We'll sign Darnold, and we'll have Lance and Darnold battle it out for, for the quarterback one spot. And then now we get into the present time where Purdy is fully healthy. Purdy is the number one guy. He's the franchise quarterback as of right now for the 49ers uh, because of what he did last year. And then the Sam Darnold news came on Wednesday. Trey Lance was quarterback three. And if you watch the conference, the press conference after the Chargers game, Shannon said, yeah, Lance was kind of in, was very emotional about that news because uh, he called him up in his office saying, yeah, Darnold beat you out. And you're the quarterback three, but we'd still love to have you here if that was possible. But we understand that we want what's best for you. And if another opportunity is better for you somewhere else, we'll help you with that. And so basically Lance did ask for that trade. Um, and and then the next following two days, Friday, I get the news in midday. Adam Schefter breaking news. Trey Lance traded for a fourth, a fourth round pick. And my initial thought to that was dang a fourth round pick that's pretty good I thought we would have we would have only gotten a, a sixth round pick for Trey Lance I didn't think it was going to be a fourth rounder so I mean a little bit good out of the really bad of just the falling out of Trey Lance and it's not his fault and I'm going to talk about that but fourth round pick I'll take it I thought we were to get a, a sixth rounder but then my second thought was dang to the Cowboys, we really had to trade him to the Cowboys because I want Trey Lance. I wanted him to succeed with the Niners, and I wanted him because I knew we were going to trade him after this, uh, after he was QB three. I wanted him to get traded to a place, and I was going to root for him. But the Cowboys, you can't. I don't really want to. I don't want to root for the Cowboys, but I will. I do want to root for Trey Lance's success. But at the same time, it's just really bittersweet for just everything that the 49ers, the John Lynch and Shanahan era has come to when it comes to quarterbacks, when it's come to missing big-time quarterbacks that they could have had in the past. Could have had Patrick Mahomes. Um, we could have had Deshaun Watson. Uh, not anymore, but uh, Mahomes for sure. Just the guys that we passed up on. And then you got the Niners went all in for Trey Lance. And for that not to work out, man, it's just it's a stain. As of right now, it's a big stain in the Lance Shanahan era, which has already kind of been shaky. Yes, we've been successful. Yes, we've gone to the playoffs. But out of all these playoff runs, we've needed the one thing. We've needed the one thing that has multiple that has <laughs> multiple things surrounding it. it, has multiple qualities surrounding it, which is a quarterback. This is an elite quarterback, but an elite quarterback that does not get injured um, because the Niners have not shown that their quarterbacks can stay healthy. But throughout everything, throughout the playoffs, throughout the Super Bowl, it's the one clear factor that the Niners have not figured out yet. We do not, they did not have an elite quarterback to to bring them over the hump to be that 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 playmaker that's gonna be the outcome, that's gonna change the outcome of games for you. Because you can rely on your defense all all day long, but when it comes down to you're playing another top top offense in the NFL, your defense can only do so much. You're going to need that quarterback that can take you over the hump, and that that is that playmaker, that Patrick Mahomes, that Aaron Rodgers, that Tom Brady kind of guy, the guys that just got the it factor in it. And the Niners thought that they could develop Trey Lance into that, and then unfortunately it just hasn't worked out for him because solely due to injury for Trey Lance, 
And in the conference, Grant Cohen asked asked about about Trey Lance and like his injuries and everything, and moving on from him. Uh, Lance is only twenty three years old, so why move on to him? Why move on from him so soon? Well, I mean, it's basically it's a business, and the Niners are in win now mode. And yes, they gave him as many opportunities as possible, but at this point, it was just you can't bank on the kid anymore because of just. Things have moved on so fast. Now you got Brock Purdy, a guy who hasn't lost for you, a guy that they see so much potential for, that in the chemistry that he has with the team and just the way he performs with the offense and the Niners. Um, Trey Lance just, I mean, there was no really spot for him anymore. And you saw even in uh, in the training camp, it was a close, it was a close um, race. And even the reporting, Grant Cohen's reporting, is saying Trey Lance was doing better uh, than Darnold, but. I guess from the coach's point of view, from Shanahan's point of view, the coaching staff that Darnold basically edged him out at first and then just kind of separated from him and Lance after that. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. You could say that, yeah, Shanahan and Lynch, they just kind of they gave up on, on Trey Lance. But at the same time, I wouldn't say that they necessarily gave up on Trey Lance. It's just that his time kind of ran out, and it's just, just unfortunate events for, for Lance and for the 49ers. And it's just it's just a really sucky thing to feel and to know that that we had a kid, he's only twenty three years old, and that why couldn't we just keep him and Brock Purdy QB two, but it's ultimately they saw something better in Darnold and it was time to move on from Trey Lance, especially when you talk about the contract too. Uh he was due nine hundred and forty thousand dollars this season and the next season he would have had he would have been due $5.3 million in 2024. So just the fact that he had Purdy on his rookie contract and then he got Donald a, a possibly, probably a competent backup for him if something were to happen for a week-to-week where you have Donald come in for a game or two uh, until Purdy comes back and just not taking that not that big of a, of a cap hit. So, I mean, you could also put in the money and the cap responsibilities that went into this decision of, of trading Trey Lance. Uh, that kind of is a kind of good thing for the Niners uh, when trading him, but for the most part, it's it's been a solid loss for the Niners in this whole thing. And for Lance, it's it's a mini win for him because he's finally getting to go to a place. And Fred Warner also said this after the game. Uh, I think it was Fred. Uh, it's good to go to a place where they want you, and it's just it kind of felt like. Yeah, the Niners they didn't want Trey Lance anymore because he hasn't he hasn't proved himself and again it's not just on him. He hasn't had the reps, he hasn't had the gameplay to to do that for the Niners and for himself and for his career. And so I really do hope that Lance does get the good the opportunity uh to to improve and to show what he can be. And today the Cowboys uh, were cutting their third-string quarterback, obviously, to make room for Trey Lance right there. But that Will Greer, I don't know if you guys saw the game. I saw just the the highlights of it, uh, a couple passes from him. The guy, Will Greer, the guy that they cut, went like 400 yards passing, like a couple touchdown passes. And so I definitely think he's going to make a shot somewhere else on a team. And maybe, maybe the Niners should cut Brandon Allen and take him as their third-string quarterback. You never know. But, uh, but Greer, that was just crazy, a crazy stat line to see today. But for Trey Lance, uh, yeah, now he's a Dallas Cowboy. And it's just crazy to think about and crazy just so much drama that's gone into to Lance. And then this drama, oh, Lance should be starting over Jimmy. Oh, Lance should just start over Purdy. Purdy should start over Lance. Lance should get the second string spot. Donald should be the third string. And all, 
it's just all the commotion that everybody's talked about, all for it to, he got demoted to QB3, and then he got traded two days later. So, I mean, it's just crazy how, how the events work, especially for the 49ers and for this fan base. I feel like so much happens, um, and it's just it's just chaos. But now the dust is settling, and he's a cowboy. Um, so did the Niners lose faith in Trey? And the one big quote that stood out to a lot of people, and KMBR posted it, was Kyle Shanahan saying, I always feel like I did let down Trey. Um, and he said, I wish I didn't put him in the position where he broke his finger. I wish I didn't, I wish he wouldn't have uh, broken his ankle. Um, because he said, just the fact that one thing I did like about what Shanahan and what Lynch also talked about is like, yeah, we, they, they actually owned up to the mistake, not the mistake of, of drafting Lance, but I guess the more of the, cause you can't call Lance a mistake. I feel like of drafting him, but more of just the events that went down more of the, um, the after effects, the final, the final conclusion of what Trey Lance was for the 49ers, which was nothing ultimately. And Shanahan and Lynch said they took full, they take full responsibility for, for Lance not panning out with the Niners. And hopefully it's not the doomsday for them because if that is trading up three first rounders for a guy that only started four games for you, that could, that is probably going down as, the worst trade in 49er history and probably one of the worst trades in NFL history. A uh, guy, 23 years old, barely had any chance to compete for the starting spot, barely had a chance to prove to be, prove to hit that ceiling that he was supposed to hit that the Niners thought he could to end up getting traded, to end up losing his job to a rookie quarterback who went in, uh, 262nd pick to perform the way he did. But, that's a big stain. That is a big stain on the Shanahan Lynch era, 49ers era. And the one thing that is very concerning is that this is a big stain right now, especially because he didn't pan out and how much draft cap capital we lost for Lance. But it's going to be, it'll be immensely more <laughs> insane if Trey Lance ends up becoming a starter and almost basically like a star out there on another NFL team. I mean, after that, if that happens and the Niners don't win a Super Bowl basically in this year or the second year after this, if, if Purdy doesn't pan out for the Niners, I think you can expect the Lance and Shanahan era to be to be ending in San Francisco very soon. And that is a scary thought. And obviously the Niners are now banking on Brock Purdy to be their guy. And I just hope that it's sustainable for them. I hope his 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 elbow injury will will not be concerned for this whole season. Um, but it's definitely a scary thought for me that Lance could go somewhere to get developed by coaches that will spend time with him and that he will hit the ceiling that he was meant to hit. Um, and just Lance, just Shanahan and Lynch missing out on that again, especially with so many misses they've had in the first rounds and passing on quarterbacks that have gone to do great things in the NFL. So with that... It's just it's a kind of a scary scary thought and a kind of a hard a hard pill to swallow, but that's just down the road, guys. And you can't really think of the the doomsday kind of scenarios like that. We have to really focus on the now, which is Brock Purdy is our starter. He's proven that he could play in the NFL, uh, especially with the help that he's had uh, with our elite defensive or elite defense, elite offensive uh, guys that we have on the team: Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, Juice. 
uh, Jennings and guys like that, CMC. So, I mean, you just kind of hope, you don't kind of hope, you you need to expect that the Niners will win a Super Bowl, and you're hoping that that's going to happen this year. And from the looks of it, it's it's honestly kind of concerning right now, the ways the way things are kind of panning out. Just, there's been a lot of, so much drama in the Niners. Not in the, the season hasn't even started yet, but there's already been so much drama that I'm, I'm kind of concerned for the start of the season and the, the, the strength of the schedule and just the teams that were playing straight up. The first team, the Steelers. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in history. Hall of Fame head coach right there. They're saying Kenny Pickett has been making big strides in the offseason. And the Niners can't afford to, to come out short, to come out slow in the start of the season. We don't have Nick Bosa back yet, which is a big blow for the Niners this whole time, not having him on the defense. Not getting him out there, football shape ready, and I guess that kind of moves into this transition about Nick Bosa and the situation with the 49ers this year. Um, but let me backtrack actually really quick too because I want to talk about the silver lining that is Brock Purdy being the promising quarterback for the Niners, and Bill Parcells talked about what he what he looks for in a quarterback to draft and it's everything that basically Trey Lance wasn't cuz Trey Lance has was he still is unproven barely any starts in uh at North Dakota State in college barely barely any experience is super raw um Bill Parcells his his kind of his outline his drawing of what he wants in a quarterback in order for him to to um to draft him and this is everything Brock Purdy is everything Trey Lance wasn't for Brill Parcells a three-year starter at least Purdy was a four-year starter uh in his college career had to start at least 30 games Purdy started 48 games uh played until like his senior year Purdy played uh when he was a senior as well all four years win at least 23 games Purdy won uh more than that (laughs) he won a lot more than that um Two to one touchdown ratio. Purdy was eighty-one touchdowns with thirty-three interceptions and a sixty percent pass uh, pass completion percentage. And and Purdy was sixty-seven percent completion percentage. And so Bill Parcells, he would see Brock Purdy as a guy that he would draft. And hopefully, the fact that this could be the steal of the century with Brock Purdy, but it is still very early. Um, but the fact that you've seen uh, the stuff that you've seen on tape and in the playoffs and everything, you're really banking on Purdy being that guy for the Niners. But transitioning back over to the worries about the 49ers season now, Nick Bosa is still not signed. I thought he would be signed by now, by this week before the Chargers game, and I'm concerned about it. Nick uh, John Lynch went on the radio on TV, saying, uh, "quoting I don't quote I don't like the situation." Uh, unquote that the that the they're in right now with Nick Bosa, uh, but he did say they're getting closer to getting a deal done with Nick Bosa. But it's still I feel like it's still on, still far away for the Niners, quite frankly. And you don't hear anything about it, which is bad. That's the only news you I could really could give you guys because they're keeping it pretty much top secret. Uh, we don't know what's going on on both sides. Obviously, Bosa wants to be the highest paid defensive player. I don't know what the 49ers are waiting for. Give him, I mean, you don't want to pay him stupid money, but I think going back to Lance, give 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 Bosa the extra $940,000 that we're supposed to give Lance now that we traded him uh, because now the Cowboys have taken over Trey Lance's full contract. We got that kind of cushion for from him. 
there's there's nine hundred forty thousand dollars to give to Bosa in his contract. Now pay him what he wants, please, because we need him on this team. But obviously, just the the contract and the details just goes into it. I mean, it's very nitty gritty stuff. Um, and they're being very stubborn, Nick Bosa is, and for the right reasons, honestly, that he should get paid. He deserves it, but it's it's just bad for the for the Niners, and especially if Bosa does get paid. Hopefully in the next week, but hopefully before week one, because if we miss out with with if we miss out Nick Bosa on week one, I think it's safe to say that we have a really good shot at losing week one, uh, not having the full the full power of our defense and going up against a Mike Tomlin coach team, and not to mention if Bosa does get signed by week one, if he gets signed like the week before the season starts. How good of a shape is Bosa going to be? How big of a factor will he be if he actually does play? Um, obviously, we know Nick Bosa's work ethic, but working out in the weight room, working out um, by yourself, basically, instead of on the team, on the field, and getting those football reps in, is, is a big difference. And another big concern is injury. Not getting those reps in training camp, not conditioning your body to take the big hits and the impact that your body is going to have to take. I'm concerned about Nick Bosa's vulnerability, maybe, uh, of getting injured early in the season if we if we do sign him by week one and even even after week one. How big a factor? How long will it take Nick Bosa to get back into the form he was in last year? Um, so it's just a lot of concerns about Bosa, a lot of concerns about our defense. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the game live, uh, the Chargers and Niners game. Uh, we obviously did lose, but... From what I've, from what I saw, and the takeaways I saw from some of the highlights of the game, is that it's kind of the same. It's kind of been the same thing, the same story throughout the whole preseason with the defense. Is that we keep getting a run through in the run game, and that is a big concern because the Niners are supposed to be good. I mean, the defense is supposed to be good, um, but not having Nick Bosa out there and not having it just seems like the the good enough. The depth that we had, I feel like, last year with our defensive line, with our defense as a whole, and with the new defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, it's concerning that that seeing just the same struggles we've had three weeks in a row is that they're running, offenses are running through us. Uh, pass protection hasn't been the greatest. We still don't know what's going to go on with the nickel cornerback position. So it's it's a concerning time, I think, right now to be, um, be a Niner fan going into now – Preseason is over. Now the Niners have two weeks to get ready for week one. And there's a lot of question marks as well uh, going at it again about the offensive line. And I'll be talking about this again later in the week. Hopefully I can get another show out. But this is mainly this show is mainly about the two big storylines for the Niners this week is Trey Lance getting traded. The Lance legacy, the short legacy of Lance is gone and Nick Bosa not signing. I did try to contact uh, people about any situation, any way we could get some information about Nick Bosa's contract. Safe to say I did not get a response. I'm not going to say who, who, what I would try to get it from, but uh, I tried my best for you guys to try to get the information out there. Uh, I didn't hear anything back, so I don't know anything about Nick Bosa. Uh, didn't get that inside information, that inside scoop for you guys, unfortunately. So I'm just as clueless as you. And man, it's it's very concerning. And injuries now. Let's talk about 
from the Chargers game, Zane Gonzalez calf injury. So he didn't in pregame he got a calf a calf uh, injury. I think it was a calf strain or a calf something like that in the pregame. So we didn't even have a kicker in the game because Jake Moody earlier in the week strained his quad in practice, and he's supposed to be day to day. Zane Gonzalez is supposed to be week to week. So we had Mitch Wisnowski kicking field goals in the whole game for the Niners, and. This is the another big concern for the Niners is Jake Moody is now out. Our guy that we the kicker that we that we drafted a third round pick. We don't have a kicker on the team. Um, that's a big concern when you don't have a guy that kicks a lot of the points for your team. Uh, is a very big part of the 49ers, a big part of any NFL team. Um, but what's going to happen? What are some guys that are available for the Niners? If Moody's not back and ready for week one, who also has not had a great training or great preseason in the games, he's missed plenty of kicks, plenty of field goals. Well, Robbie Gold is still an option for the Niners. We didn't want to bring him back. We didn't want to sign him. I think he wanted like $6 million. Um, I don't know if they bite the bullet and, tr- and sign him for $6 million if you even want to go back to us because we didn't really want him. I don't think it'd be that much money by now because he hasn't been signed yet by any team, Robbie Gold. Um so that's something to look out for in this coming week. Uh, Ryan Suckup is available from Tampa Bay. Uh, Mason Crosby from the the Green Bay Packers, he said he wants to make a comeback still in the NFL after uh, the Packers ended up not wanting to re-sign him. He's a possibility. And recently, uh, recently cut Rodrigo Blankenship from Tampa Bay as well as an option for the Niners. So those are just four guys that the Niners possibly could look out for. Uh, in the coming couple days and couple in the couple weeks of of looking for a kicker to hopefully save their week one uh, their week one game because uh, Jake Moody is out and Saint Gonzalez is out, which is just it's just crazy to hear all these injuries already happening to the Niners and just the drama that's happened. Chris Conley had a shoulder injury in the game. He made a great catch from San Darnold, a diving catch that was great. And I was expecting Conley honestly to make the team. I think I think maybe he still will. I'm not sure. We don't know the extent of the shoulder injury. We might we'll probably know tomorrow. Uh, AJ Parker hamstring, Taylor Hawkins broken hand, and then Cam Latu had a meniscus tear. I don't. I think I believe it was in a practice, in practice or during the game, uh, and he has to get surgery on it. So uh, third round pick also not panning out for the Niners so far is Cam Latu, who's had a just awful training camp and did a great actually in the Broncos game. That was his breakout day. Uh, and I thought things were going to start trending up for him, but now he has the meniscus tear, uh, probably going to be out obviously uh, multiple weeks. And so do the Niners just cut him from here or do they just store him on the IR? And I think maybe they'll just try storing him on the IR, not giving up on him yet, but injuries already piling up on the Niners. And the biggest one is, is in the kicker in the kicker room with Jake Moody and Zane Gonzalez. Um, so, guys, it's a lot to... The fact that it's the big things... The big, the top big things is Trey Lance, Nick Bosa, and Jake Moody. And they're only three things, but they're the biggest things that's going on with the 49ers at this moment, at this time. And just reflecting back on, I guess we say, the short-lived Lance legacy with the 49ers... It was a roller coaster for Trey Lance. Uh, the kid, they all keep saying, even Fred Warner, all the guys, just a whole bunch of support for Trey Lance, saying he was just a great kid, great teammate, 
and they all wish the best for him. And I wish the best for Trey Lance and his future endeavors on the Dallas Cowboys. And I hope Lance does, I hope his career does pan out wherever he is at. And it's unfortunately unfortunate that it didn't happen here. But as a Niner fan right now, Brock Purdy is looking like he could possibly be the savior for the 49ers. He definitely looked like that before his his injury. He's looking like he's he's back in his old shape uh, in the preseason. Had a good couple drives against the Chargers. Again, I'm not going into full depth about the Chargers because this is mainly about the big news of Trey Lance and Nick Bosa. But Purdy is looking pretty good. Trey Lance is gone now. Nick Bosa, we want him back. We need him signed. Jake Moody, not panning out so far for the Niners and is a big issue. So, a lot to unfold here. A lot to talk about. And in the coming weeks, we're going to get a lot of news. The The 53-man roster is going to get broken down for us. Uh, I think by Tuesday, I think they have to have the 53-man roster uh, whittled down. So, there's going to be a lot of cuts in the next couple days. And, guys, just stay tuned for that. So that is going to do it for today's episode, guys, of the First and 49ers podcast. A lot happened. Let me know your guys' thoughts on the Trey Lance news. What do you think is going to happen in Trey Lance's future endeavors in the NFL? Uh, what, are, what is your concern level with Nick Bosa? What is your concern level with Jake Moody? And what is your concern level as a whole for the 49ers and the start of their season? Uh, what's going to happen week one against the Steelers? Uh, a lot of questions and more that we'll be diving into here. Uh, in the coming days, in the coming weeks, guys. So thank you again for coming and watching. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll talk to you guys later. Go Niners and stay faithful, baby. Touchdown! San Francisco!